Have you ever had those moments that they're no doubt awful and life-changing, sometimes traumatic, and yet as time goes on, you realize that you would give anything that you possibly could to have not gone through that. And if you could take it back, who would you be? What parts of your character and what you've accomplished and the person that you've become are a result of this thing that you never wanted to go through? And what do we actually change about the good when we take away the bad. Over the last 20 years, I've learned so much about forgiveness and growth and gratitude. And I'm so excited to share that with you today. My name's Amber Furman, and this is the More Than Corporate Podcast. Welcome to the More Than Corporate Podcast. I'm Amber Furman, recovering perfectionist and serial accomplisher. If you're anything like I used to be, You've been living your life thinking that if you accomplish enough stuff, you'll finally find the success you've always wanted. But what if it's not about accomplishing more stuff? What if it's about accomplishing the right stuff? I believe you don't find success. You create it by intentionally designing the life you want and having the courage to get out of your comfort zone to live your design. I went from doing what I was supposed to do to doing what I love to do. And now I get to help others do the same. Keep listening as I chat with inspiring people who make it their mission to live their best life every day and learn how you too can live the life you've always wanted. I knew what I wanted this week's episode to be about, and it's taken me some time to actually record it because I knew how difficult it was going to be and how beautiful it was going to be at the same time. If you guys follow me on social media, if you followed my journey at all, you know that Monday, the 23rd, August 23rd, was the 20-year anniversary of my dad's accident. The 20-year anniversary of the day that my dad was taken from our family way too early. And every single year, this gets easier and harder at the same time and more real. You know, when I, when, when my dad passed away, I was 18 and my dad was 42. And I've always remembered thinking that I thought he was old. And now I'm going to be 39 this year. I'm 38 now. And I'm four years away from where he died. And it's a reminder that like, yes, life is so short and it's also so long at the same time. And how do we decide what we want to do with it? And how do we stay focused on what it is we want to accomplish and, and how we're going to get there with the uncertainty of knowing that we never know where that next moment or conversation or loss is going to come from. You know, someone posted on their Facebook timeline, a good friend of mine posted this last week that 
every single conversation that you have with someone could be the last conversation that you have with them. And there was a point in time in my life where I would have read that and thought, man, I'd never stop talking, right? If I knew that the conversation, the last conversation that I was going to have with my dad would be the last one that I never would have stopped talking. And there's this danger in that belief because we hold on to conversation. We, we come from a place of fear of what, what if I never see you again? What would I want to say? When we flip that to a place of gratitude, though, of being so grateful for the opportunity to have another interaction with a person and being willing to be completely present in whatever situation that we're in so that we can have the true impact of that interaction and that experience without being worried about all of the other external stuff that shouldn't matter right now because this person, this experience, this conversation should be given our full attention so that, that we can absorb it all. Over the last 20 years, I've gone through so many different emotions about my dad's death. I've gone through the anger of the way that it happened, the anger of not being able to say goodbye, the anger of feeling like it could have been prevented, the anger of not understanding. I've gone through the confusion of what why 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 did this happen i've gone through the regret of all the things that i didn't say to him all the things we didn't get to do the memories that i couldn't remember as time went on and and i wanted so badly to remember things and i and i felt like i couldn't um then back to anger for the time that i didn't have with him and at some point in time, I think it was probably in law school, um, I read a book by Joshua Graham, and it was called Beyond Justice. And it was a legal book about, it, it was a legal book and it was Christian book. And it was about somebody who had lost a loved one and the legal battle that went along with that and the personal battle that went along with that. And I could resonate with that so much. And as I read that book and started to realize the path of forgiveness that I had gone on for everybody but me, forgiving the people who were involved in my dad's accident, yet not forgiving me for whatever I felt like I didn't get to say to him or should have said to him, or was I a good daughter or could I have done better? When I read this book and it had such an amazing impact on me and I reached out to the author and we had this great conversation about the power of forgiveness. And I think that it was around that time that I started to glimpse into this feeling of gratitude, of being thankful for the time that I had with my dad instead of angry at the time that was taken away from me. I was still so 
broken, for lack of a better word, from other things that I hadn't dealt with, from number one, the loss of him, the loss of other people in my life, the emotional traumas. You've heard me talk about the I'll be happy when moments. I hadn't reached that yet. So I didn't understand that all the hard work wasn't going to make the pain go away. I didn't understand that at some point in time, all of the pain and anger and grief that I was shoving into this compartmentalization box, I was really going to have to deal with that. And I know that you may be listening to this thinking, of course, you were going to have to deal with that. It's illogical to think anything else. But in my head, there was just this time where it wasn't going to matter, right? You've heard me talk about that. The six-figure income, the law degree, it was supposed to make it all better to where the pain hurt less. Maybe it was because I felt like I had accomplished something that I could be proud of, that he would be proud of. I don't know why it was those two things, the law degree and the six-figure income that was supposed to make it all better. Once I hit that point where I realized that, okay, this is the life I've created for myself post-law school, middle of my breakdown, and I realized that I was going to have to deal with these emotions, I started to realize just how boxed up I had become, just how much I had shut myself off from the world, how my relationships were all surface level, how I was dating people that I shouldn't have been dating because when it failed, then I could just say, I told you so to myself, never putting myself in a situation to lose something that I actually wanted to have. I got asked a lot of the time, why'd you go to law school? And it took me a long time to realize that at least to some extent, the answer to that is because it was unemotional, because it was logical, and because what I thought and felt didn't matter to the ultimate outcome of the case. And then it it did, right? Like, how do you... I remember looking at people all the time saying, you don't pay me to be emotional. You pay me to be analytical about your case. But what type of attorney is that? And and am I a better attorney now that I don't feel that way? There, it, it, there were so many walls that I had put up and, and in, including why I went to law school. Over the last few years, as I've allowed myself to open up and be more vulnerable and started this podcast and shared my story and worked on my book, connected with my family, rebuilt relationships, rebuilt my trust in myself and my self-worth, my willingness to show up has allowed me to be a better attorney, a better friend, and to truly step into the person that I know my dad would want me to be. And at some point in time, that anger and the resentment and the regret turned to forgiveness and growth and gratitude. 
And with that came the ability to remember the amazing things that he instilled in me to have conversations with him that I thought were lost because of my willingness to open up my mind to the possibility that I still could hear him. I could still hear his voice. Even into everything that I do today, you know, I, my, my programs are called design your life. You hear me say it all the time, design your life and have the courage to live it. Be the architect of your life, the success architect, right? When I originally started this branding adventure, I started it down this architecture theme because I wanted to continue to keep my dad in a piece of everything that I was doing. As I built the programs and as I realized what I was really doing and what I was helping people do, I realized that the architecture theme fits so perfectly outside of my connection to my dad, that that was the original driving force behind it. But when you think about it, an architect draws up blueprints, they create a plan, they surround themselves with people who can execute that plan. They get the resources and tools that they need to bring this dream of a building into fruition. Well, as a success architect, we do the same thing. We draw up a blueprint. We help people understand what it is that they really want to accomplish and who do they need to know to make that happen and what resources and tools do they need to have to be able to turn this dream life that they've built the blueprint for into a reality and how do we make that happen? This last Monday on the, 20, the 20th anniversary of my dad's accident, I expected to have the same the same feelings of sadness and fear and regret. And I did, but they were immediately followed up with the gratefulness for everything that he taught me, the memories that I had with him that built the character that created the person who allowed me to go through law school to build the business that I've built to be willing to pivot, to want to help others live the best life that they possibly can. The knowledge that he gave me, the values that he instilled in me. And this is where I go back to what I said in the beginning of this episode. On one hand, I always tell people I would give it all back to be able to have another day with him, a conversation with him, to be able to say goodbye. And at the same time, if I could do that, what would my life be? Would it be the same? Would it be better? Would it be worse? Would it, would it be different? This is a hypothetical conversation that we'll never, ever get to know the answer to. But how many times do we find ourselves stuck in that rabbit hole of if I had done this, then life would be better. If I could take back this, then I'd be in a different position. I would give back everything I have to have this, this moment go away. What good is that? What We have so little energy 
to put out into accomplishing what we want to accomplish? What is the purpose of using that energy to wonder whether things could be different in a world where you'll never know whether things could be different? I sat on Monday in this place of gratitude, taking in every moment that I got to experience with my dad, being grateful for every moment I've got to experience since he passed away, being thankful for every opportunity that I have had, every opportunity that I've taken, being thankful for the opportunities that didn't turn out the way that I wanted them to, that created the life that I have now, forgiving myself and others for the things that I was holding on to and being just grateful in the growth. So when I thought about what I wanted to record for this episode, you know, I just got back from the conference in Dallas and there's so much more that I want to talk about with that. I just felt like this week I needed to take a moment to create a space for myself and for you to be thankful and grateful for all the things that didn't turn out the way that you wanted them to. And all the people that are no longer with us that we, we mourn that created who we are today. You know, those experiences of losing those people in our lives create the resilience that allow us to be who we are, that allow us to make the impact that we're going to make on the world. And create a space where I could tell you that it's okay to be sad and mourn and be grateful at the same time and smile and laugh at the memories and the experiences. So I would love to invite you guys to just take a moment to sit in the amazingness that is your life right now, the wonderfulness that is whatever you have built for yourself and know that what it is has come from all the good things and the bad things combined, that they've each had a play in it. And that if you love your life, you created that life. And if you aren't completely happy with your life and there are things that you would like to change, that you created that life too and that you can change it. And that you can change it through not being bitter about the things you've been through, but being grateful for the opportunities that you have now. My dad is incredibly important to me every single day. He's a huge part of who I am. He's a huge part of what I do. And whether another 20 years goes by, he will still be a huge part of who I am and a huge part of what I do. And I really appreciate you guys sticking with me as I create some time to remember that, to honor him, and I encourage you guys to do the same. 
always remember that you have the ability to design the life you've always wanted and you owe it to yourself to get out of your comfort zone and live that vision. Be grateful, forgive yourself, and grow. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the More Than Corporate Podcast. If anything that was said during this episode resonated with you or provided value in any way, it would mean the world to me if you would head over to iTunes and leave a rating and review for the More Than Corporate Podcast. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. I'm really looking forward to connecting with you. If you'd also like to connect, I've created a Facebook group that is full of amazing people who also make it their mission to live their best life every single day. If that's sounds like something that you're interested in the name of that facebook group is success center head over there request to join and i look forward to connecting with you soon